Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 333. Six Toxic Relationship Habits Most People Think Are Normal, part two, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Happy August to ya. I'm Joss Marie, your very own personal narrator, and this is the show where I try and bring you some of the best relationship content out there every Monday through Friday. And if you're new to the podcast world, one of my personal faves is that the content is essentially on demand, so you can listen to it whenever and wherever you like while pausing it as many times as you'd like to. And today I'll actually be narrating part two of Mark Manson's post about bad relationship habits, so you'll probably want to check out yesterday's episode first to hear part one if you haven't already. Otherwise, you're probably in the right spot, so let's get to it and continue optimizing your life. Six Toxic Relationship Habits Most People Think Are Normal, Part 2, by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Number 4. Blaming Your Partner for Your Own Emotions What it is Let's say you're having a crappy day and your partner isn't exactly being super sympathetic or supportive at the moment. They've been on the phone all day with some people from work, they got distracted when you hugged them, you want to lay around at home together and just watch a movie tonight, but they have plans to go out and see their friends. So you lash out at them for being so insensitive and callous toward you. You've been having a shitty day and they have done nothing about it. Sure, you never asked, but they should just know to make you feel better. They should have gotten off the phone and ditched their plans based on your lousy emotional state. Why it's toxic. Blaming our partners for our emotions is a subtle form of selfishness and a classic example of the poor maintenance of personal boundaries. When you set a precedent that your partner is responsible for how you feel at all times and vice versa, you will develop codependent tendencies. Suddenly, they're not allowed to plan activities without checking with you first. All activities at home, even the mundane ones like reading books or watching TV, must be negotiated and compromised. When someone begins to get upset, all personal desires go out the window because it is now your responsibility to make one another feel better. The biggest problem of developing these codependent tendencies is that they breed resentment. Sure, if my girlfriend gets mad at me once in a while because she's had a shitty day and is frustrated and needs attention, that's understandable. But if it becomes an expectation that my life revolves around her emotional well-being at all times, then I'm soon going to become very bitter and even manipulative towards her feelings and desires. What you should do instead Take responsibility for your own emotions and expect your partner to be responsible for theirs. There's a subtle yet important difference between being supportive of your partner and being obligated to your partner. 
Any sacrifices should be made as an autonomous choice and not seen as an expectation. As soon as both people in a relationship become culpable for each other's moods and downswings, it gives them both incentives to hide their true feelings and manipulate one another. Quote, The greatest gift you can give to somebody is your own personal development. I used to say, if you will take care of me, I will take care of you. Now I say, I will take care of me for you if you will take care of you for me. Jim Rohn Number 5. Displays of Loving Jealousy What it is Getting pissed off when your partner talks, touches, calls, texts, hangs out, or sneezes in the general vicinity of another person, and then you proceed to take that anger out on your partner and attempt to control their behavior. This often leads to insano behavior, such as hacking into your partner's email account, looking through their text messages while they're in the shower, or even following them around town and showing up unannounced when they're not expecting you. Why it's toxic. It surprises me that some people describe this as some sort of display of affection. They figure that if their partner wasn't jealous, then that would somehow mean that they weren't loved by them. This is absolutely clown crazy to me. It's controlling and manipulative. It creates unnecessary drama and fighting. It transmits a message of a lack of trust in the other person. And to be honest, it's demeaning. If my girlfriend cannot trust me to be around other attractive women by myself, then it applies that she believes that I'm either A, a liar, or B, incapable of controlling my impulses. In either case, that's a woman I do not want to be dating. What you should do instead. Trust your partner. It's a radical idea, I know. Some jealousy is natural, but excessive jealousy and controlling behaviors towards your partner are signs of your own feelings of unworthiness, and you should learn to deal with them and not force them onto those close to you, because otherwise, you are only going to eventually push that person away. And number six, buying the solutions to relationship problems. What it is. Anytime a major conflict or issue comes up in the relationship, instead of solving it, one covers it up with the excitement and good feelings that come with buying something nice or going on a trip somewhere. My parents were experts at this one, and it got them real far. A big fat divorce and 15 years of hardly speaking to each other since. They have both since independently told me that this was the primary problem in their marriage, continuously covering up their real issues with superficial pleasures. Why it's toxic. Not only does it brush the real problem under the rug, where it will always reemerge and even worse the next time, but it sets an unhealthy precedent within the relationship. This is not a gender-specific problem, but I will use the traditional gendered situation as an example. Let's imagine that whenever a woman gets angry at her boyfriend or husband, the man solves the issue by buying the woman something nice or taking her to a nice restaurant or something. Not only does this give the woman unconscious incentive to find more reasons to be upset with the man, but it also gives the man absolutely no incentive to actually be accountable for the problems in the relationship. So what do you end up with? A checked-out husband who feels like an ATM and an incessantly bitter woman who feels unheard. What you should do instead. Actually, you know, deal with the problem. Trust was broken? Talk about what it will take to rebuild it. Someone feels ignored or unappreciated? Talk about ways to restore those feelings of appreciation. Communicate. There's nothing wrong with doing nice things for a significant other after a fight to show solidarity and to reaffirm commitment. But one should never use gifts or fancy things to replace dealing with the underlying emotional issues. Gifts and trips are called luxuries for a reason. You only get to appreciate them when everything else is already good. If you use them to cover up your problems, then you will find yourself with a much bigger problem down the line.
You just listened to part two of the post titled Six Toxic Relationship Habits Most People Think Are Normal by Mark Manson of markmanson.net. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Mark is actually typically narrated over on Optimal Living Daily if you're interested in hearing more of his content. And you can actually find that show by simply searching for Optimal Living Daily from wherever you're listening to this one. But that's all I've got for you today. Thanks so much for coming by, and hopefully I'll get a chance to see you again tomorrow, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast, but also Optimal Living Daily, the show where I read to you from even more blogs covering finance, productivity, minimalism, personal development, and more from incredible bloggers like Derek Sivers, Zen Habits, Mark and Angel, The Minimalists, and all the ones you hear on this show too. So if you enjoyed today's episode and like taking amazing blogs on the go, come on over to Optimal Living Daily and subscribe to that one too. And together, we'll start optimizing your life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits. We'll be right back.